And now, ladies and gentlemen, from Knoxville, Tennessee, it's the Ed and Bob Show. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, it is the Ed and Bob Show. I'm Bob. He is Ed. You heard him a moment ago. We're going to go back to him in just a minute, but we're back for another show. We're glad to have you with us as well. Um, don't forget, we will let you know how you can contact us uh, and, of course, uh, follow us on social media. But let's get this ball rolling. And, Mr. Brantley, how you doing, brother? Hey, Bob, I'll tell you what, buddy, it's hot. It is hot. It's got to cool off sometime. Well, I guess we're right in the middle of summer. But Ed's doing okay. Family's doing okay. We'll talk about that. Things are in swing, and it's a hot time at the old house tonight. So how are things in your world, buddy? You know, many, many days we've been uh, in middle of this pandemic, and it's very strange for it to just continuing for so long waiting for a vaccine. But we're doing fine. The family is well. Our new dog, Roxy, I guess about four months old or so, and uh, she is... Uh, um, she's learning. She's learning. Uh, she probably needs to learn more. I need to spend more time with her, I guess. We have been out to eat a couple of times, uh, always on a deck somewhere, outdoor patio or someplace like that. We've done takeout a, uh, a lot, still working from home. Uh, one thing I have done while we're at home is we've worked on our back patio a lot. So we stained the concrete. We have that stamped concrete. I built a um, canopy up over the patio so now you can spend more time out uh in uh on the back patio because you're in the shade plus i added a fan which is called the hurricane so that should give you an idea of how strong uh that fan is to get some air stirring out there on the patio on these days we've had days that the feels like was over 100 degrees for almost the past two weeks so it's really been hot. If you won't go outside at all, you got to have some shade and some fans, I would think. So that's kind of what we try to do. And now after about a month's worth of work, we've got it the way we want it. The other thing I'm kind of proud of, Ed, um, last week I spent a lot of time digging a hole in the front yard. And it had to be um, 26 inches deep, which I found is harder to do than you think. And it had to be more than 10 inches wide, so it's hard to get your shovel down 26 inches deep and then take dirt out. I don't have a post hole digger, but I have now, after three bags of concrete and careful planning and measuring and leveling, I have a flagpole in my front yard, and I've got a United States flag flying proudly and a Tennessee flag flying. The flag I'm flying right now is one that has flown over the Tennessee state capitol that uh, Congressman Burchett gave me back when he was a state senator. So, you know, flying the flag is something that that's it, 
is the very least people can do to say they're proud of their country. So I'm glad it's flying, and uh, you can see pictures of it on social media. That's how proud I am of it. So, Ed, what's the latest out there in Brantleyville? Well, Bob, I'll tell you. We took a trip down to Birmingham, Alabama, the hottest place on the face of the earth, to see my granddaughter. And uh, the family's good. We're good. Linda's good. She's working at the doctor's office every day wearing two or three masks and and, uh, doing the best they can there. But, uh, you know, I'm still home, but I get out every day, go somewhere. I've been walking. So uh, today I walked 1.9 miles, and that's helping my hip. Sure does make me tired. But I don't walk real fast with a cane, you know. But I'm, I'm, my goal is by my birthday in November to be without a cane and be walking on my own. So that's what I'm trying to do. So we're enjoying some TV shows. We're running out of good shows, though. So if anybody knows of some good shows, send them to Ed Brantley at Comcast.net, okay? Tell me some good shows to watch because I'm running out of good shows. I'm getting tired of, of, of uh, some of these shows that I'm having to watch, So like Downton Abbey and things like that. So, uh, Bob, what's up with you, buddy? You want to start? Well, I guess we got to start on the coronavirus, so let's get started on that. First of all, um, you know, there's been a lot of spikes uh, all across the country. And you remember when, uh, give me an example, in Tennessee, they were predicting at one time 300 deaths in the state of Tennessee uh, through August 3rd or 8th or something like that. Right now, I'm going to give you some numbers as of today. Uh, in the state of Tennessee, there's been 93,936 cases of people with coronavirus. There's been 967 deaths from coronavirus. And I remember when we were predicting 300-something through August. And we haven't even gotten to August. Yeah, we got another week to go. Um, and then the United States, uh, 4,315,000 cases of coronavirus are confirmed. And 149,000-plus have died. Now, a million point two have recovered from it. Uh, and then around the world, there's been 16,262, uh, I'm sorry, 16,262,000 cases. And there's been 648,913 deaths as of July 27th. So... Um, that's the latest on the coronavirus. So there have been a lot of spikes, you know, in Tennessee, where we live, they're telling everyone to wear a mask everywhere you go. I saw big spikes in Louisiana, uh, California. I mean, it's all over the place. So, and and then then I've run into people that said, I wouldn't wear a mask if hell froze over. And I don't get that. And if it's not for yourself, it may be for somebody's grandmother, somebody's grandfather, some elderly person. Uh, wear a mask for others, not for yourself. And I just think we're going to have to do it. I know a lot of these deaths have been in nursing homes. Now, obviously, people in nursing homes are at the latter years of their life, but they don't want you don't want them to die at all. But sometimes they have a mixture of uh, illnesses or weaknesses that I guess make them more susceptible. Vaccine, you know, every other week or so I hear, oh, there's a vaccine, there were great hopes, and the next thing you know, it's gone. So I don't know. I, I think it's still going to be into 2021 before we ever see a vaccine. I hope not. I'd love to see one soon. But, boy, the day we, the day we have a vaccine announced will be like the shot heard around the world. 
so uh, I, I'm looking forward to that day. Uh, and when I go out, um, <coughs> I see um, if you go in a, if you go inside a building, it's a requirement. I mean, they there's no choice. You have to have a mask on. You can't go in. It's not like it was before, where it was kind of iffy. But I think that um, as far as if they're not inside a building, I, a lot most people have their mask off. Although I've seen people driving a car by themselves with a mask on, so I, I, that may be taken a little bit too far. But um, anyway, we've got to do what's the best for other people. Older people uh, don't think about wearing a mask that's for yourself; it's for a lot of other people and not spreading. So, uh, and then uh, other things I saw in this past week. I was all excited about the Major League Baseball starting up. And the first thing they do is they kneel before the National Anthem. And I, every player except one. And I, so I kind of tuned it out. I think I'm done with Major League Baseball. So, Ed, your thoughts? Well, Bob, I'll tell you. Uh, I, it, it certainly has changed over the last couple of weeks, hasn't it? You know, Florida, California, the big spikes, and, and a lot of people are getting sicker and sicker and sicker. Uh and when you turn on the network news, you see that the ICU beds are full, all the hospitals are full. But in the real world, out here on the streets, you don't see that. So I don't know. I really don't know. But it's it's. I think if everybody wore a mask, everybody would feel better anyway. So that's why I do. I wear a mask when I'm out, and that's okay. Well, now, you know, the schools are about to start here in Knox County and around East Tennessee. I think most of most of the kids will be in person. Some of them will be on their computers. It's nice of the Haslam's to pay the insurance on those computers because those uh, those computers are expensive. But you you know if my thought is this: if 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 one child or one teacher gets the the virus in a school, they're going to close that school. They're, it, it, they're just going to have to close it. So I don't know how long they're going to be open and how long it will last. So. Uh, We'll have to wait and see. I think most of the people who are dying are still the older people, although I saw some numbers that showed that they were in the 30s and things, but I I don't know a lot about that. I just don't see a lot of people dying. I do see a lot of people wearing masks, though. Every time I go out, you know, most people, it's mandatory now to wear a mask, but you see some people who just refuse to do it and won't argue about it. But I think most people are wearing a mask when they go into the store or go around other people. I was in a grocery store the other day. Everybody had on masks. So that was a good thing. I feel better about it that way anyway. So, uh, and now we're getting into the fall. We got the sports season coming up, football. I don't know what's going to happen with football. I haven't seen anything from the University of Tennessee about how they're going to position football. They say they're going to play, but uh, I don't know how they're going to put fans in the stands. You know, this last event at uh, Bristol, they only let 30,000 people in the stadium. The stadium at Bristol held over 100,000 people. So what's the University of Tennessee going to do in something like that? My prediction on sports is it's just going to be chaotic. But I'll tell you one thing. As long as these players keep kneeling, I'm not watching. I'm not going to watch it. Baseball, I'm over it. Because seeing those two teams kneeling, I'm through with it. Absolutely through with it. Not going to watch it. So if they're taking a knee, they're not going to have Brantley watching, that's for sure. Same thing for football. I'm over that. It's just enough's enough, you know. So uh, we'll see what happens there. But I, I think the prediction would be something like this. The University of Tennessee will play their SEC games 
maybe one more, and that'll be it. High school, they're going to play their games in high school, but I'm telling you, one kid, just one kid, get this virus on a team, that team's not going to play. They're going to forfeit their games. So the same thing's going to be true in the college games. And some of the UT players have been diagnosed with Corbett. So I don't, I don't know. We'll see what happens here. All right, uh, Bob, cranking up those thoughts. Elections are on their way. Takeaways, what have you seen and heard? Yeah, elections are cranking up here, Ed, and I've got a lot of thoughts on that. You know, today that we're recording this is 100 days until the election, the presidential election. 100, only 100 days from today. That's, to me, it's really, it's amazing to me. 100 days away, we're going to elect a president or re-elect a president, so... Um, a lot's going to be going on in the next 100 days, I'm sure. You know, the thing I've noticed, uh, uh, or I was thinking out to myself the other day, we're always anxious, and you always read these articles in the newspaper about why don't more people run for office? Or, or you hear some of the other media mention that, you know, we need good people to run for office. And then it seems like it's especially newspapers. Newspapers try to make every candidate look bad in in some way, some form, or fashion, unless that candidate is the selected uh, favorite of the editor of that newspaper. And that's been going on for years. We all know that. And then I guess that's part of the reason I quit uh, taking... uh, the newspapers that I see so serious because every story is slanted in some direction to however the reporter wants you to believe. But but I see this. Why, why do we try to say we want to encourage more people to run? And then when more people run, they immediately attack them. Have you ever seen a newspaper article that said how great a person was? or what they've done for the community and list all their great things. No, they'll list the one time in their life when they were in high school or something where they screwed up. And there's not a person alive today that hasn't made mistakes. So I don't – it's just an observation I've made. It just makes me ill because it's it's two-sided. Yeah, we want more people to run, but as soon as you run, we can't wait to attack you and find that one thing in your life that uh, you're somehow now not qualified. And talking about these endorsements, have you noticed, I have noticed lately, people are being endorsed by these uh, official-looking um, groups. They'll have official-looking ads and stuff endorsing somebody, and then you bear down into it, and it's a group I've never heard of in my life. And I'm wondering, do some of these candidates have friends that come up with groups that sound really important and uh, then give the endorsement to their friend to make it sound like they're getting a lot of endorsements? I, I, I about quit believing in endorsements whatsoever because there's some ulterior motive on all of them. Um, I do notice, though, that if you have an endorsement from Trump, you're more likely to win, evidently. People are going to love you or hate you. Um, let's see. What else have we uh, got to talk about? Uh, I, I was I was also thinking, you know, Ed and I, you, we've been elected officials before. I'm not sure it would be it, – it'd be so miserable now because, like, half the people hate every elected official and half of them love them. You, you can't – 
you can't win there. And there's always this group of people that uh, will not like you and send you all the dirty emails and stuff. Uh, I guess if you're an elected official, you just have to do what you think is best for the people you represent and move on and quit worrying about it. Uh, one thing I would love to see is term limits in Congress. You know, I, I we, we a president can't be in but two terms, yet the Congress that can attack him, tear him down, uh, can can make his life a, a living hell. They can be in there and make a career out of it for 30, 40, or we've seen 50 years in Congress, and it's silly. You know, it wasn't even a full-time job years ago when this country started. It was something you did because you were willing to do it and make a difference, and then you went back and did your job. Well, now it's a full-time career, and I I just – we need – we need term limits in Congress so bad. I do think it's a big part of the problem. Uh, and all these statues they're talking about, I, you know, I'm not big on uh, worrying about statues, to be honest with you. I don't like mob rule of tearing things down. But monuments are usually built for people um, by other people who um, want to sh- sometimes have different kind of motives. And I just... Monuments for people, I, it's not big on my list. Uh, just don't have any monuments for people. I, I like the ones in Washington, D.C. that celebrate the beginning of our country. But, you know, monuments, take them or leave them. I never look at them anyway, other than the ones in Washington, D.C. or the ones that really represent our entire country. Uh, I see things going on in, like, Portland and Chicago. What a mess. I don't know that those elected officials up there can ever get reelected. They've turned their cities just into uh, a mess. And I don't, you know, I know we don't like the federal government coming in trying to police cities. But what do you do when cities won't police themselves? It's a, it's a crazy thought. Ed, what do you think? Well, I, I notice some candidates are, are uh, talking, they have Trump's endorsement. One political candidate, he was a, with Tennessee, he... He says endorsed by Trump. It says it on his signs. I'm very proud of that, and I think it does make a difference to people. If and and they don't investigate it. I think I think if Trump says he's okay, by God, he's okay. That's that. So uh, there you go. Now that type of endorsement's different than an endorsement from the uh, sheriffs association or the teachers association. I don't think those are the home builders association. That doesn't make any difference at all. I'm sure, but uh, it's just uh, a money deal. And um, I, I think candidates have to be careful who they get their endorsements from, and they probably do make them up. Um, would I like to be an elected official? Hell no. I'm over that. That's for sure. Right now, this country is just upside down. I don't know what we're going to do. I have no idea about that, but I, I don't see our elected officials doing anything. You know, one day they say one thing, the next day they do something else. So it, it's... They're just they're just waiting to see what's going to happen, and that's so sad. It is very sad. We've preached about term limits for years, and this is a this is a time when you really need term limits. There are people in Congress that have been there all their life, and there's no reason for them to be there anymore. They just got it's the same old thing. They're not really helping the country. They're not solving the problems. So we need to get rid of the the uh, term limits or or have term limits and not let people stay in offices forever. 
And, and this stuff about tearing down the statues, as I said before, I really don't care if they tear them down. You can take them all down. I don't think I've ever read a statue or a plaque on a statue, who it is and what it means. It doesn't mean anything to me, and I don't think it means anything to regular people. I think most statues around the Knoxville area were put up by the Daughters of the Confederacy or something like that. They saved their money, and they did some, and you know, that's a big deal. Down in Chattanooga, they got statues everywhere about the, the war between the states. So it's, it's, uh, that's most of the statues I see. Now, you know, you've got the statues in the harbor in, in New York, Statue of Liberty. That's different, much different. So I think that's a different statue altogether, and that one should not be torn down. But these that go back, uh, you know, as far as the bus that's in the state capitol, I don't care if they tear that down. I, don't, I think I've walked by it many times and didn't even know it. So there you go. Boy, I tell you, this stuff going on in Portland and Chicago and around, I, that's just terrible. And the people there don't seem to care in Portland. So if they don't care, I don't care. If they What is over 50 straight days now they've been rioting in Portland and tearing down everything, just fighting and throwing bombs and breaking into stores and looting and and no one seems to want to stop it. it. I guess they think that's the way you demonstrate. But anyway, is if they don't care, I don't care. I'm, you know, I just tune that out. It's in Portland, Oregon. Those people are weird anyway. Now, if it was here in Knoxville, it would be different. So, uh, yeah, I think I, I just don't understand that. And the mayors, can they get elected? They probably won't get elected if they stand up. If they say stop it and bring in law enforcement, they probably won't get reelected. But who cares if you ever get reelected? If you're the mayor of Portland, Oregon, I wouldn't want to be reelected. I wouldn't want to have anything to do with that city. They've ruined that city, ruined it. Chicago, ruined it, ruined it. Louisville, Kentucky, they're ruining it. They're absolutely ruining the city. So these people, you know, and most of these mayors in these cities are black. Except in Portland, that young man's the mayor there. He didn't stand a chance. You know, he has no, I don't want to say he doesn't have any balls, but he doesn't have any balls. He just won't say anything that he needs to say. And we don't need the feds to step in and protect the cities that are being run over. I I think that's kind of pushing the law a little bit. uh, Because, you know, if, if... if you have that, and it happens just because the president says, I want 50,000 men to go in there and protect that city, what's to say that doesn't, they don't say, I need 50,000 men to go in there and stop what's going on? And so it, I, stop what's going on if it's a peaceful demonstration against him, you know, or if you're trying to throw him out of office. That's right. That's, I mean, that's that's right on the verge of, of uh, no return, I'll tell you, that's for sure. So I'd be very, very careful about that. I don't think they need to be sending soldiers in to do that. Uh, The federal government's responsibility lies with protecting the federal government's buildings only, and that's all, nothing else, until the mayor or somebody else wants wants them to come in. So, uh, Bob, I'm worn out. What's the latest on the End Bob Stock Challenge? Hey, the End Bob Stock Challenge, we have a little hiccup here, and and I'll explain it to you. First of all, I want to tell you how you do this, and it's absolutely free. And if you want to learn more about the stock market, this is your chance to do this and compete with Ed and I. Um, It doesn't cost anything. uh, But it's a way for you to learn how the stock market works. And before you know it, you may say, hey, I would like to put a little money in the stock market, and, and you might 
do very well over many years as you watch your money. But we do have this thing, the Ed and Bob uh, Stock Market Challenge. It costs nothing to play. To register, go to howthemarketworks.com. Howthemarketworks.com. Click on contests, then search for Ed and Bob. And that's all one word, Ed and Bob. Uh, or you can go to our Facebook or Twitter posts and click on the link and you can go straight there. Everybody gets $1,000 in fake money. Again, it costs nothing to play. Um, and we were originally saying you had to put 95% of your money into one stock. Turns out it will only let you put about 25% of your money in one stock. So they want you to spread your money out. So we've thrown that rule out. You can put your money in any stock you want to. We were saying trade it every two days, but, you know, at least make a trade once a week and we'll be happy. The bottom line is the contest goes through the end of the year, so you got plenty of time. And we'll see how you can do with your $1,000 between now and December 31st. And from time to time, we'll post the results. So be sure you join us. Again, go to the website, howthemarketworks.com. Click on Contest, search Ed and Bob, or go to our Facebook or Twitter posts and click on the link. So we'll hope you have a fun time with it. So, Ed, uh, your thoughts on our challenge and also the real stock market. You know, this week is a big week on the stock market because Amazon and Apple, for example, are announcing their earnings during this week. So this is one of the biggest weeks uh, in the year on the stock markets. What do you think? Well, I'll tell you, Bob, uh, I have kind of dropped the ball a little bit on the stock market challenge. I got started in it, but I haven't been changing my stocks often enough. And I'll try to do a much better job at that, okay, and get that back on track. So I hope that will happen. Now, on the real stock market, I, I, I'm, I, I'm not part of the stock market in reality because I do CDs. I have my CD set up that every year I get a mature one, and I probably hope I don't ever have to work again and just have the money flowing in. But it's the stock market for those people who play the stock market is a real gamble. It, it, it. I've lost a lot and I've won a lot on the stock market. And I know you have too, Bob. You've done very, very well with Apple and. Google and those those stocks, and and they they do very well, but I always remember that the stock market is manipulated by big traders and by computers, because a lot of people trade stocks on a on a tenth of a penny, and they have so many stocks that they can make money doing that. So a lot of times, if you've noticed lately. Stocks, the stock market has gone way up one day, and then a few days later, it's way down again. Now, there's a reason for that. It's not, it's not uh, China politics and things like that. The reason I think is, is it's the, the the stock people are making money off of that. When it goes back down, they buy it. Now, I don't know if a regular person can do that. If you could, if you can stay on top of your game and catch it before it goes down. Then, then you're doing a lot better. When I bought, when I had stocks and 401ks and such, I always just left them there and didn't touch them and kind of rode the market up or down. I had a a, some, a guy who handled the stocks for Knox County when I was on that committee. He told me that the news and things like that did not affect the stock market at all. Well, I disagreed with him, and I know I disagree with him now because you can't tell me at least the the. The press says it has something to do with it. 
So I think it does, and I would be very careful, that's for sure, if I was buying stocks right now. But it's fun to play the game, that's for sure. So, uh, well, Bob, what else is in the news? Well, there are other things going on in the news I saw. Of course, we talked about Major League Baseball was back. I was excited about that till they all kneeled, and then I just quit watching it. Um, college football, I saw where Big Ten's going to conference games only. I have a sneaking suspicion the SEC is going to do that. I still don't know how they're going to handle, um, you know, people in the stands or or what if the quarterback for the team gets coronavirus? Well, is he out for two weeks or does he continue playing or does the team forfeit? I mean, it's a, you know, I think it's just going to be a mess. I was sad to see in the news Regis Philbin died. I always enjoyed him. He was um, Joey Bishop's sidekick when Joey Bishop Kind of did a thing uh, like Johnny Carson was doing, the Joy Bishop show, and Regis was his sidekick. And then, of course, Regis did a lot of other shows over the years with Kathy Lee and so forth. But I always thought he was a funny guy. He was on Letterman a lot, and I hate to see that he had passed. So, And I saw this, um, you know, Jeffrey Epstein, uh, his confidant, if you will, Ghislaine Maxwell, I think, she was arrested. I'm just wondering if they make if they cut her a deal to talk and point fingers at people, are we going to see a lot of big, powerful people get in a lot of trouble? Uh, and 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 if if they did things, that's fine with me. Uh, in the campaign stuff, I, you know, I know it's a hundred days until the election, and to me, Biden is non-existent. If he is the real. I mean, I guess he's the assumed uh, uh, candidate for the Democratic Party. So it's a <laughs> we would have never seen a presidential election like this, or maybe a year like this. Certainly not in modern times with a pandemic going on around the world, and it, it makes everything so difficult. So I'm looking forward to, a, like I say, that virus heard around the world. I'm looking forward to that day. Uh, shows, Ed, uh, do we have new shows to recommend? I've got one for you. I don't know if I've told you about this before or not, but we've been watching Ozark. I like Justin, I think his name is Justin Bateman or Jason Bateman. I think he does a good job. He like is the executive producer, director, star of this show, and it's on Netflix, but it's called Ozark. I was prepared not to like it as I usually start with every episode. And then... I've really liked it. I liked uh, Goliath, too. That was a really good show, too. So, um, uh, you know, you, and with a pandemic going on, we do find ourselves around the house a lot more every evening, planning your life around what are you having for dinner and what are you going to watch after you eat. So I think it's, uh, I'll be anxious to see some sort of sports going on that I can watch, and I'd hope to. Major League Baseball was that, and it turns out it's not. So... Major League Baseball at NFL, never going to watch those again to my knowledge unless something changes and we get back on track. Ed, your thoughts, brother. You're up. Well, Bob, my thoughts are this. I, I'm not I'm not going to mess with Major League Baseball. As long as they're kneeling, I'm through with it, okay? College football, I hope they can play, uh, get back to the conference games at less, and the, they've already set those up in the Big Ten, and I think the SEC will do the same thing. Some of the things that are going on is, is uh, you know, you, now I don't think Bush is campaigning. He's been canceling events. So 
I'm not sure how this is going to work for the election. You know, their their convention is canceled down in Jacksonville for the Republicans. So I don't, I, and boy, the Democratic convention, I don't, if I was a candidate, I would not want to have a convention. And I certainly would not want to go to one. That's just asking for it. And these these. I want to call them communists, but these people who are, who are parading in the streets and burning buildings and destroying people's property and things, just think what they're going to do to the city that has a, a political convention. I remember the Democratic convention in Chicago years ago, and it was just, it was almost tore the town apart. I just don't like that. Just, it, it, I don't think they, I don't know how they're going to do it. I just don't understand. And Biden, he's not out there on the streets, of course. The only time I saw Biden was, let's see, I saw him with Obama. Biden went into one room. Obama came out of a room and went in that same room, and that was it. And, you know, I think they've been making some ads together. But there'll be, there'll be a lot of TV ads and a lot of, a lot of ads about these people, that's for sure. So uh, any shows to recommend? No. I'm hoping that you guys will recommend some shows for me. If you will send me a, a good TV show, whether it's on Netflix or Amazon or whatever, something good to watch, do it. send it to edbrantley at comcast.net. So uh, I'll have something to do at night, especially at night. But here's what I my day goes like. I get up, you know, and have my coffee, check the news, and then kind of go out and walk and, and do that, get tired, <laughs> come in, take a nap, <laughs> have some lunch, and... Uh, Wait till my wife gets home. It's it's a pretty simple day, and uh, evenings are pretty good. So we watch a lot of TV, and um, but that's that's the way it is. So I we was driving around a lot, going around and visiting little towns and seeing things, and it's still fun to do that. So if you can do that, you can do that. That's a good idea. Places I'd never been before. So um, I think that's a good idea. And Bob, I hope you get a haircut. I got a haircut the other day. And it is the best haircut that I've had in years. It's actually short short on the side. I'll bet my hair is not a half inch on each side. What about that? It's like I used to be. I look like a little boy. Got it combed over on the side. But I know what you're looking like. You're looking like a hippie, buddy. A hippie, hippie. You better stay away from these riots. I'm telling you, with that long hair and that beard and everything, somebody will get you. Well, Bob, I hope you have a great week. And I hope everybody's happy. Stay safe. Schools will be starting in a week or so, and we'll have a lot to talk about. So this is Ed bidding you farewell and goodbye. All right, Ed. Talk to you next time. Enjoyed it. Look forward to the next show. Uh, and everybody that's listening, thank you for um, um, you know following us on Twitter, where you can follow us at uh, edandbobknox.com. Uh, also, you can follow Ed Brantley, at Ed Brantley, at Bob Thomas Knox. Those are on Twitter. Uh, we're both on Facebook. We'd love to have you follow us there as well. And uh, also, if you want to write us an email, a lot of people do. Give us their comments. That's edandbob at yahoo.com. It's just that easy. We'd love to hear from you. So until next time, uh, take care of all those around you. Stay safe. Wear the mask. Um, make sure we watch out for our elderly. The people that are shut in at home alone by themselves who are not seeing people, don't forget about them. Make sure you uh, send them a card, email them, call them, go by their front porch and talk to them from their car, whatever. But uh, don't let them feel lonely and depressed. We'll see you next time. And uh, we hope you'll join us on uh, the Ed and Bob Stock Market Challenge. We'll have that 
uh, link up as well. Adios. Shining up to spread It's just like the fellas say